Hello there. It's Most Things Kenobi. This is the podcast you're looking for. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Most Things Kenobi, a podcast about Obi-Wan Kenobi and all things Star Wars. I'm your host, Leanne. And I'm your host, Lauren. So this week we're going to jump right back in and we're going to talk about our number one favorite moment and we're going to include a bunch of honorable mentions. So let's get right into it. Number one, we've reached the number one favorite moment of ours in the Clone Wars series and... My number one has already been talked about. Really? Yes. Oh, I'm fascinated. Which one? Point Rain, Obi-Wan. Really? That's your number one? My, I, out of all these Anakin moments, Obi-Wan is my number. This moment when he takes those. Yes. <sighs> ignites the lightsaber. He, that to me was out. I mean, it blew me away. Yeah. There's the whole episode. But that singular moment, I said I got to, I immediately rewound that shit. Mm -hmm, Same. It is, this man, which we come to learn has broken ribs, and probably something in his collarbone or something. Something where he can't stand, really. He can't stand. He's in pain breathing. It's coming down to the wire. He stands up, takes two or three breaths to steady himself, and ignites that lightsaber. That... That is the Jedi mm. I want yes. in my life, okay? And he was willing. It didn't matter the pain. That is a selfless. I, I just, I love that moment. I do too. Out of all the moments, it's so quick. It's a part of a much larger, greater episode and arc. But that singular moment is by far my favorite moment in Clone Wars. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> just... It's the thing that, like I said, it's the thing that made me, like, obsessed with the show. Even though, like you said, it's literally, like, a second long. Yeah. It's, like, yeah. one to two seconds, and then it flashes away. But the look on his he face. He grits his teeth. Yeah. He's, like, resigned to die, and then his vis- his face changes, and you it changes from despair to hope. Yeah. Which earlier in the episode, remember when he, they're going down, he changes from determination to kind of like despair as they crash and then they've reversed the that trombone shot like in on his face yes. <laughs> yeah yeah oh my god it's such a great moment it's a real hero it's a hero moment it is yeah. and where where else have we seen this luke right yes we've seen yeah. a number of jedi throughout you know just take a moment where they know this is this not even jedi there's there's other characters who say, this is a hopeless moment, but I'm going. Han. I'm doing it. Thank you. Yeah. Exactly who I was thinking of. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, this can't, no good can come from this, but these people, I love these people. I'm yeah. behind these people. My job is to protect these people and I'm going to do it. Whether I have a broken rib, a broken mind, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when, when you think about it, that should be the example. I mean, not all of us are landing on a desert planet with a bunch of clones, but you know, you do what you have to, mm-hmm. whether it's hard or not. You know, that's... Right. You do the right thing, even if yes. it's hard. Yeah, and exactly. that's basically the distillation of what makes a Jedi. Yeah. I would love for them to have gone into more, like, detail about Cody's feeling about that moment. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
I mean, they never really, because Cody is just like Obi-Wan, right? They're really stoic. Yes. And they, like, never talk about their feelings, which is fine. <laughs> but it would have been cool to see an episode where you see, you see what Rex thinks about Ahsoka and Anakin. They make that yeah. pretty obvious. Oh, yes. But Cody, you never really know what what he's thinking, and especially about, like, his general, you know? Mm -hmm. I, I think that would have been really fun to see. Well, it shows the differences that even though they're clones, they all do have different personalities. They have different fighting styles, leading styles, mm -hmm. you know. So I, I do like that there's a, a juxtaposition so so boldly between the two yeah. main clones that we see. Well, like for Deep Bradley Baker to be able to make oh. them sound different. I mean, I don't know amazing. how he does that. <laughs> it's amazing. He basically is playing the same vocal range for like 600 characters and somehow makes them all sound unique. And yet makes them all unique, yeah. It's amazing. It's great. My number one favorite moment in the Clone Wars is the revival duel between Obi-Wan and Maul and Savage. Yes. In season five. Yes. Holy fuck. I watched this over and over and over and over. I've even watched it on slow-mo, like, frame by frame. Oh, wow. Because I'm really fascinated what the moves are that they're doing. It is, like, it's so good. I actually, I didn't think this would be your number one. What did you think it would be? I'm curious. Uh, it's it's in my honorable mentions. Oh, okay, okay. So, uh, but but the, it, this, it's not surprising. It's just, I, I <laughs> thought, I thought of a different one, but. Okay, I can't wait to hear what it is. Because it's probably on my honorable mentions. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so. <laughs> but yeah, the, the fight between these guys are... It's so it's, good. It's great. It's one of my favorite lightsaber duels in all of Star Wars. The, my number one is between Luke and Vader on, in Empire Strikes Back. And this is my number two. And it's because it's so intense. And I will really geek out here for a minute if you allow me. This is why we're here. <laughs> <laughs> So we see, like, a, there's a few things I'm going to totally geek out about, but we see, like, real rage when Savage kills Adigalia. Yes. Obi-Wan is really angry, and he jumps and yeah. kicks Savage in the face and brings his lightsaber up over his head like he's going to murder him. Yes. And he's stopped by Maul. It's crazy moment, and I love it. And Jarkai... Obi-Wan with two lightsabers. Yes, yes, yes. yes, that's what I was going to get at. That's where I was going to come in on this scene. Oh, my God. I was like... Love it. Oh, it doesn't happen enough. <laughs> no, but when it moment. does, it's good. Yeah. It's oh, so this good. So, like... So good. I'm going to totally geek out about combat styles because... Please do. I love this, this is shit. the platform for it. <laughs> so, Obi-Wan is the master of Seresu, which I think is the third combat style, which is a totally defensive style. It's like designed mm -hmm. to mostly deflect attack, like especially blaster bolts and stuff like that, which is why he's so good at protecting the clones when he's in combat with them. But in this fight, you see him use multiple combat forms, which you don't see him do. And he doesn't use really Seresu at all. Mm -hmm. He uses like big, aggressive sweeping motions and like... yes like murder motions where he like comes down from above like he's gonna cut his yep. opponent in half but it shows you like how good he is at lightsaber combat because most jedi pick like a form and kind of stick with it 
mm-hmm. and he is proficient at pretty much all forms and he adapts to his environment and his opponent to use the appropriate form in the appropriate place so like outside he's using different motions than when he gets inside in the tunnel when he's facing mm-hmm. them both he changes yes. to a new form um which is fascinating to think about from a training and execution standpoint. Yeah. But damn, it's just fun to watch. It too. is. But it's so cool. And like, again, it makes you think like the parts that we don't see, like why did he decide to become proficient in most forms or multiple forms? And like, what did that training look like? I would have loved to see that. So I found this thing on Wikipedia that I want to read because I think it's super cool. Um, it's, It says, Obi-Wan Kenobi originally specialized in form four, trained in the form by Qui-Gon Jinn. I think that's Ataru is form four. It says, however, upon witnessing his master's death due to Ataru's lack of defensive capabilities, Kenobi decided to switch his focus to Seresu in order to eliminate this weakness in his own technique. And I've also read that like Ataru makes it difficult to fight in closed positions because it takes a lot of like jumping and flipping and yeah. which is why yeah. Qui-Gon died, they say, because he wasn't able to move in the full form that he moves, like would move in Ataru. And that's why Maul got the better of him. So it makes... This like, is so depressing. <laughs> it is, but like it also shows that like Obi-Wan was really affected by that, whether or not they ever yes. talk about it in canon. And he takes that in, adapts his style, changes everything about his fighting form because of that one moment. Yes. I just and find that really fascinating. He's damn talented. Yeah. That Kenobi. He's a badass, badass <laughs> he really motherfucker. Is. Yo, yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. Everything That's staying in. We're not cutting that Yeah, out. it's Bamf. <laughs> Obi-Wan, it's a thing. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag us soon. Yeah. Bamf Kenobi. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even say that properly. I know it's difficult to pronounce. <laughs> Damn. And I also have to just give a little shout out to Savage because I feel really bad for oh, him. Oh, yeah. When he gets kicked in the knee and then gets his arm cut off and I, my heart breaks for him. <laughs> Just another one getting his arms cut off. <laughs> really? I was just thinking, like, man, <laughs> a long lost Skywalker yes, getting yes. an appendage cut off, right? <laughs> thanks, Star Wars. But yeah, thanks, Star Wars. <laughs> Hashtag thanks, Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> no, but he, he he drew the short straw for sure. Yeah, he had a unfortunately. bad deal, didn't he? He got a real raw I deal. Mean, the the training from Dooku was horrible. I just felt like he kind of got sacrificed, you know, like he, he was did. Oh, he did. Chosen. He was used. Yeah, he was. And that makes me very sad. Yeah. And I, th- this is depressing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is another this, episode even. This is this another episode. <laughs> okay. Let's Things move. that make you go, oh. There's so <laughs> many moments like that. Oh my God. Soul crushing. So. All right. We'll run through these quicker, but okay. these are our honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. My number one, which I thought. Your would be your number one in the main list uh-huh. is in the lawless when Kenobi's standing in that red Mandalorian armor in front of the enemy fire going on beyond. And he just it's this cinematic, Ugh. basically photograph. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Am I right? It's He's so just good. standing there and it's his from the back holding that lightsaber. Yep. With 
all this bullshit going on and he's you know you know kenobi just sighs and says i gotta i gotta take care of this and his girlfriend just died and he has to carry on i mean yeah but it was a beautiful shot it's such a good shot it's it's a beautiful just moment and so that's in my that's my number one honor i love that one that's so great (laughs) and i I have something similar i have the just the general obi and mando armor oh wait that's a whole episode yeah obi-wan and mando armor just basically anytime he wears something other than Jedi robes, it's right. kind of amazing. Right, though? <laughs> he looks good in red. I'm telling he you. He does. It suits him. I, it really does. Sith Obi-Wan hashtag. Yeah. So that was that was your number one? I don't have them ordered. I kind of just have oh, them. okay. That's fine. Like randomly for my, yeah, because I couldn't pick. I was like, I, oh, they're yeah, like no. my favorites, all of them. Okay, so one of mine is. Uh, Voss, somebody lives here. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Basically, his entire interaction with Quinlan Voss is just my favorite thing in the world. I love when he even... Voss, somebody lives here. <laughs> I love that, all of that. And, like, uh, he's like, let's just say he's crazy. <laughs> like... And then they see who it, who does live there, and then it's, you know, <laughs> in the oh whole God. episode. And then I love that line. He goes in and meets Zero the Hutt's mother, and he's like, um, thousand yeah. apologies, madam. He hasn't mastered the concept he's of He's so that polite. Game. It's just, and it's, and. I love yeah, it. It's, that's a good one. And possibly he's never looked prettier. I don't know. It's true. That that's true. lighting was oh. very flattering. It's allowed it to say that. That's a big comment to say that he's never looked oh, prettier, yeah. but I, you know, I'd argue. <laughs> all right what's your next one my next one the citadel oh yes yeah that's i just have that randomly thrown on there yeah, at the end the citadel <laughs> but i do love the look that anakin gives as he drops into carbonite because hello foreshadowing right so but good it's so it's good so, he gives this like i got this like and he like crosses his arms over his chest to like business as usual and then he pulls that shit out on his son which i just i just love I but it's so great well i mean he was going to for his son but you know, <laughs> you know what i mean he was he's gonna anyway <laughs> i just love the look that anakin gives and 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 the angle at which it comes like because at first it's head on and then it's side from the side or it's vice mm-hmm. versa from the side and then it's head on i don't know he's just very cool going into that it's carbonite. very casual yeah and it's and it's like great. they could die they could die. And he's like, man, it's fine. I got this. I'm good. I got this. This is cool. I'm, whatever. <laughs> but then he's all concerned about Ahsoka when she comes out of it. It's just like I know. he went into Papa mode quite a few times. I know. And yeah. that, that was one of them. Concerned like, parent, Anakin Skywalker. Except when it's his own children. And then he will torture one with a droid and try to kill the other. But that's, you know, neither here nor there. <laughs> Another episode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Okay, my next one is when Obi-Wan Force crushes the droid in the Kadavo arc. Absolutely crush with just the hand, the move. And and, and that's not a move that's used. It's not really. a. That's frowned upon. It is. The Force crush, especially on people. I guess he could get away with it because they're droids. Still, even then, he's delightfully powerful. It it was. It was. was There's a a lot of well-angled 
well-spoken yeah. moments in that entire like scene so at good. the top of that building it's great i love it's it fantastic that whole sequence was just like I, I like i could tell it was coming too the first time i watched it i was like this is gonna be a fist fight i knew it was coming and it was just like i can't believe what i'm seeing yeah it's like <laughs> crazy i'm I, getting the shit kicked out of me again again not a kid's show i'm just giving nope. my back broken no worries just let me know when you're done I have a good Kenobi moment on my yeah. on my honorable mentions list. Hit and me. I know you'll I know you'll agree with me on this. Okay. One. I can't wait. Innocence of Ryloth. Yep, that's on my list. <laughs> the innocence of Ryloth. Especially when he's force kind of controlling, manipulating those yes. giant tick looking beasts. Yep. And and the and the, the clones are like, holy shit. Yeah. And, and he's all concentrating and the look on his face and his teeth are kind of grit. and He's moving backwards. And he does the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. One of my favorite moments ever. I Shoot love that Shoot the moment. bridge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he says it like James Arnold Taylor says it through a like a clenched. Yeah. Like it's taking a lot out of him. Like shoot the bridge because he can't hold it. I think it's great. It's I think so it's great. Good. Power. And like, Sheer power. They show the shot like up his arm down to his fingertips while he like reaches out to the droids. And it's just like, it's such a great scene. I remember that as being a real standout to me the first time I watched the show. Yeah. I love that. And like his moments with Numa are so cute. Oh. When he like covers her eyes. Oh, or when he kneels Papa down Kenobi. and says, hello, little one. I was yes. just like, oh, I'm dying. I'm I melting. Know. And he casually knows their language and speaks yeah. it too. Like, Oh hey, another talent to put put on the list for Kenobi. Where did that come from? Yeah, what what other tricks do you have up your sleeve that we don't sure know there about? Are right? Many. <laughs> Satine. Uh, yeah, yeah, she knows. She, she knows. knows all the tricks. <laughs> yeah, Innocence of Ryloth. It's, Good one. I uh, love that episode. Uh, my next one is the. Um, Gosh, I can't remember what the episode is called now. I'm blanking. But it's in the Genosian arc mm-hmm. from season two. It's the oh. one with the Genosian queen. Where they're down there with the worm, yeah. the brain-eating yes. worms. I love the part in the throne room with the queen and all the banter between Anakin and Obi-Wan. And then and Obi-Wan is like, which do you think it will enter, the nose or the ear? <laughs> like, He's like, come now, Anakin, which do you think? He's like, I think the nose. It's so casual. <laughs> <laughs> I love that moment. And like... When he said, I, I'm going to take a, whatever he says, I'm taking a lesson from Anakin and I'm not going to follow the rules. And Anakin's like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a good one. It's a really good one. I love it. It's such a fun episode. That whole thing is very uncomfortable with those worms. I don't like I hated worms. that one. When it, uh, what's her name? Luminara. She, Luminara. Thank you. She, she had it go up her nose. Yeah. That was uncomfortable. <laughs> I didn't like any of that. But the banter like, was great. <laughs> the banter is great, but the worms are... I'm really grossed out by worms because that's just who I am. And that was hard for me to watch, but yeah. it was good. <laughs> great, great, great moment. Great episode, honestly, all <laughs> around. Super fun. I only have one more honorable mention, but it's a good one. All right. Hit me with it. It's uh, season four from the episode Shadow Warrior. So this is the one where Anakin and Padme go back to Naboo, right? And uh Anakin looks very handsome in that episode. Man. Oh, he's dashing in that episode. Oh man, he's 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 growing into himself. And and he always seems to stand a little taller when he's next to his girl, which I kind of like, mm-hmm. but 
Dooku's there, and he Dooku kind of corners him right and sticks these two uh, droids on him. And they're always and forever shocking that. For all the beatings that Kenobi takes, Anakin is forever getting electrocuted. That's true. Which, I mean, Many times damn. by Dooku. Yes, and in this episode, he disarms him from the, the lightsaber. Because, honest to God, Dooku knows he, he would not win in the end mm-hmm. if he got Anakin angry enough, right? Yeah. So, he corners him, the droids get him on all fours, and he doesn't have his weapon, but he's so powerful that he just releases whatever oh, yeah. force that's in him and just blows the droids off of him. That was awesome. I forgot about that moment. This is a reminder to everyone who may have forgotten that he is the most powerful (laughs) (laughs) Jedi, right? Yeah. And eventual, you know. It's like a Jedi bomb. (laughs) Yes. It's like a force bomb. Uh, Well, I mean, can you imagine? He just, he's he's like, oh, it's great. It's great. I just love it. It turns me on. It's a great moment. It's kind of a turn on. It's total turn on. I mean, yeah. I mean, we always say that whenever you see a Jedi using the Force, you're kind of like, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's good stuff. Yes. <laughs> but this, he doesn't even have a weapon in his hands. He just fucking blows him away. With uh, yeah. I just loved it. It was great. It's so great. I love that. I totally forgot about that moment. I like that episode a lot. And it's a fun it's, one. It's not one of the more prominent ones, but there are so many good things in it. Yeah. You know, the looks he gives Padme, which are great, even in animation, um, the way they work together, which you don't get to see a lot, mm-hmm. which is really well. There's a there's a yeah. lot of unspoken trust between them, which I, I enjoy, but Yeah, same. I just like well, that power moment. <laughs> I do too. It's a good It's just fun. great. And even Dooku's face is like, Oh shit. Dooku's right? like, what the fuck Yeah, right. Is like, that? oh I forgot. Maybe I shouldn't make this man angry. He's gonna he's <laughs> he's a time bomb, but Yeah. You know. He's ready to kill. <laughs> <laughs> he's in kill mode. <laughs> There's too many moments. There's too many moments. Um, I'm just going to throw out quick anything with Hondo because he's fucking amazing. Oh, oh. <laughs> he's hilarious and delightful. But my last one is going to be. Yes. A totally different character, I guess. Oh. I mean, I've already mentioned this character. Sure. But my last honorable mention is Maul. Yeah. Season seven. Oh. Destroying the reactor room. Just with his brain i don't know it was amazing it so was, good oh my god it was so satisfying and there were a lot of good moments mm-hmm. in those last few episodes there with maul and and even with ahsoka and what we know is going on mm-hmm. revenge of the sith style you know yeah, that, that parallel that half of what we know is going on fantastic but the visuals yeah and maul is that powerful while i was watching that moment i kept thinking I don't think we've seen anybody do anything like this. Like, no other Jedi or Sith has ever shown that kind of, like, crazy. And it wasn't, like, unrestrained anger. It was, like, very controlled and deliberate and terrifying. Which makes me ask the question, did Maul's insanity help to hone some more of his power? I mean... Mm -hmm. Good question. And was that maybe the thing that made him vulnerable? Because if he's that powerful, why wouldn't Palpatine want him? I mean, he's too renegade, right? He's too too much of a risk. Right. But, like, I'm surprised that Palpatine didn't try and, like, track him down and kill him himself. 
Because well, he's dangerous. I, Palpatine, Palpatine had a plan, and everyone was right. a pawn in that plan in one form or another. So I just think Maul has become such a fun character. He's really just oh yeah and the way they filmed him in that season in particular like when they put him in that jedi mm-hmm. box or whatever that was fucked up mm-hmm. that was remin yeah can we yeah, talk about that sometime? it's reminiscent of like medieval torture devices yes but like yeah. the way the music played with that it was like mm-hmm. existential fear that was terrifying to me i thought that was really effective that was those are some beautiful episodes visually stunning episodes yeah and the music, everything about it is just a, just an incredible. Another level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember feeling like crying while watching just because it's like, it's so beautiful and I knew it was finite. You know, we know it's going to end. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so good. So many good moments. Last week, we asked our listeners to tell us their favorite Clone Wars moment. Now we know it is a truth universally acknowledged that picking a favorite Clone Wars moment is extremely difficult. But a good friend of mine called Clone Wars Collector on Instagram and Tumblr tackled this tricky subject. Just like Leanne and me, Clone Wars Collector couldn't pick just one, so they sent me their top five moments. And I'm going to run through them really quickly here. Number one, probably, as painful as the moment is, Satine's death. It's just done so well. The score, the visuals, the voice work, ugh, I could just go on for hours. Number two, Jarkai Kenobi. That is all. Number three, definitely Obi-Wan Kenobi in slavery. There's just something so sad and yet so attractive about watching him be broken down. Number four, the final scene of the final episode of Clone Wars definitely hits hard. The way there's just the score playing, to how much detail they went into for the environment, the characters, etc. Number five, Mortis Arc as a whole is one of my favorites. With the appearance of Qui-Gon, to Anakin taming the son and daughter, to even Dark Side Ahsoka. It's just brilliant. Thank you so much for answering this question, my friend. I know it was a difficult one. So everybody, go and give Clone Wars Collector a follow. You can find them over on Instagram or on Tumblr. They make some fantastic Sith Obi-Wan edits. You definitely don't want to miss it. So next week, the Clone Wars dot 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 a kids show. Yeah, it's very interesting because we're going to cover it's things we've asked each other before. Like, how is this a kid show? Um, so we're gonna delve into that topic and see what we can talk about. There's instances that we come up with where we kind of scratched our heads and said, "Is, is this a kid show?" Thank you so much for joining us here on the Most Things Kenobi podcast. Remember to follow us on Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. And don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast player. For your one-stop shop, you can always find us over at mostthingskenobi.com. So until next time, my space twin, may the force be with you. Always. Always.